What's up, man? Yeah, man. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot clearer. Okay, good, good. Um, honestly, there's technical issues, man. A hundred, a hundred, bro. It gets like that, but don't worry, man. It's, it's it's part of the game, you know. Yeah, man. You know what? I was I was even thinking, um, because obviously I'm going back to uni, so we'll still be over anchor. Um, mm. but you know, God willing, for the last year, I was thinking possibly starting to implement some video-based um, podcasts for them as well. But yeah, later yeah. On when, um, like over Skype, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be dope. Because yeah, I think while we're still in our own areas, that can be something we can look into. And then, obviously, later on, God willing, it can be a proper... Like in the same kind of room kind of thing rather yeah. than over internet yeah like what um like what joe budden does isn't it you know joe budden he's got a podcast i don't know if you know oh, joe yeah. budden yeah you yeah. know what I mean? he's got a podcast with like rory and the other guy i don't really watch it anymore but i used to so yeah it's like that they always go to that room that little room and they yeah yeah i That's thought that would be sick to be honest a hundred man a hundred and uh hopefully the vision there as well over time God willing as well when you know God's God's helped him you know with what he's going through um he can join us you know yeah man that like is is don't get me wrong like it's going it's going good it's going well like people are really you know paying attention to the episodes wow that's and dope over the part I was looking at the analytics but like having that third voice as well mm-hmm. yeah makes all the difference that's dope. That's dope. Like, what do you get? Do people message you as well? Like, you get giving feedback as well about how they feel about the episodes. Like, oh, I like this and things like that. Yeah, like people have literally messaged me on Twitter asking about the podcast, like what it's for, how we got started, this, that, and the other. Damn, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, man, we just got to keep doing what we're doing, man. (laughs) Amen. Amen. That's That's what it's about, man, you know. Yeah, man. So, topic, man. Big topic, big topic. But I was, like, even earlier today, I, you know when I messaged you asking if we should do it today, or was it yesterday when I messaged you? Yeah. And I don't know what's wrong with me, my timing. I was like, sugar, all right, it's three o'clock, maybe we should do it at four or five. When it got to four or five, I was like, mm, maybe we should do it at six. Bro, like, it gets that like, for real, <laughs> you know. <laughs> just trying to find the time, but you know, we're here. That's what it matters. So I think um, this one, I'll put it out on Saturday, and then everyone after that will be recorded, maybe Wednesday or whenever you're free. Some point during the week, and then I'll release it that way. So yeah, yeah, man. Easy flowing with the release dates and stuff, but you know. Well, that's good. So, but yeah, man. Welcome. Yeah. Uh, so welcome, guys, to CC Podcast Episode 6. Um, today we're doing a topic that we spoke about, I think, maybe somewhere in the first two or three you know, episodes. We spoke about how gender roles were switching and um, the dynamic of 
how women viewed men and how men view women was playing a role in, you know, the responsibilities that each one of them took in a relationship. And I found it to be a really interesting topic because you see it everywhere. It's always pushed on the media. It's always pushed in front of our faces that women feel like they don't need men anymore. Um, you know, useful in relationships anymore. And, you know, part of it is because we've neglected our roles in a relationship and we no longer move and act like we are the head of the household. So, mm. you know, that, that suggestion, you know, came from Young Kane. It's a, it's a very solid suggestion because we've been talking about relationships for the past two or three episodes now. But this one's going to get real interesting because... Some stuff we're going to talk about. Some people may not want to talk about, but... Yeah, controversial, man. <laughs> you yeah, know. You know, no filter. No filter. Got to talk about it. Got to shine a light on it because if you don't talk about these things, they'll never get sold. So mm. that's what we're about. So I did title this episode, What About Me? Um, you know, What About Me basically represents the fact that, you know, it's all a blame game. And... You know, everyone wants their own views and their own needs to be met without caring for their neighbours. And I think we're now in a world where everyone's out to do stuff for themselves, to get stuff for themselves, and they're not really thinking about anyone else and how it affects anyone else. So, you know, what I would want to ask is, like, what's your take on how males view females and how females view males in today's society? Mm. Um, I would say um, in today's society, um, as far as men go, I think men view women as kind of, kind of like a trophy, really, bro. You know, because to men, like, for example, it's a, it's a, it's a patriarchal society. You know what I mean? Like, everything is seen through the lenses of a man, everything is done through the lenses of a man, you know, hence why we've had things like the feminist movement, the rise of the feminist movement, uh, you know, uh, back in the, uh, I think, early 1900s. Even now, there's still, there's, there's still different sects of feminism. They're still trying to push more, more agendas and, you know, things like that. So I think men, just for the most part, view women as almost like property, you know what I mean? Almost like a... Mm almost like a, a trophy you know especially our generation it's kind of like a you know um women are just kind of you know just stand there and look pretty you know just just be just be the bad chick on my arm don't say anything just look good for me you know what i mean like that's kind mm. of and i hear what women are saying i hear what they're saying they have valid re- valid reasons and valid points because we do kind of treat them that way because you know the world is male dominated um whether whether somebody wants to say it's male dominated because since the beginning of time men have taken advantage of women or um it's nature science will tell you it's nature uh and we will tell you it's nature too but through through god because god is nature you know so whatever way you look at it um it's a male dominated society uh so i think men we don't really view women as um we don't really view women as uh, as like a as like a fellow 
as like our counterpart. It's just they're just kind of uh, what's the word? They're just they're just they're just kind of there. You know what I mean? It's like I'm a man. She's she lives for me, kind of thing. That's that's the dynamic, and I kind of get what women are saying. Like it's a bit it's a bit crazy to be honest, because I think it's all about just being able to emphasize and put yourself in the female shoe. Like because if I was a girl, like, I'd be damned if I'm walking down the street and a guy thinks it's okay to just slap my bum. Like I'd be like, what? Like <laughs> me. So, so I hear what they're saying. Like they're not talking rubbish. Like they're they're talking real stuff. So I think as far as men go, we do kind of treat women as a trophy, as 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 yeah, as like other. You know, like when you're when you're applying for a job, it's like black, white, Asian, other, like or maybe mm. like relig- religion, Christian. Uh, Islam or um, a Christian Muslim might, might might be like an other box. It's just other. It's kind of like you're just discarding like other. That's kind of how men treat women because the world is is the, the world caters to us essentially. So um, but, but and as far as women go, I think um, women kind of view men as uh, I think they I think they kind of view us as kind of like. Like 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 oppressors almost like what like we oppress them, you know what I mean? Because I mean a lot of the things I've heard women say, like like, like I said earlier, I've heard women say share um, share their sentiments and they said things like, "Oh, men take advantage of women. They've always done since the beginning of time." Men uh, get this, uh, uh, you know. Um, women don't get this opportunity, but you guys do. Uh, things like that. So they kind of view us as like like we oppress them, kind of thing. You know what I mean? And um, I could agree with that in some, in some, um, in some regard, you know what I mean. And uh, I think they also view us as um, they view us as um, to go back to what you said. What kind of they 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 think men are obsolete now. Like men don't we we don't need them anymore. Kind of thing. Do you get what I'm saying? Like we can do what they do, which they can really. They can do what we do. Like we've seen it with a lot of single mothers raising, like, three sons, you know what I mean, or raising three children by herself, and they grow up to be, uh, you know, um, um, significant people in society, doctors or lawyers, or, you know, like, a woman can do what a man does, maybe not as well, the same way a man can probably do what a woman does too, but not as well, you know what I mean, but yeah. they're right, they, they, they can, and, um, you know, it goes back to what you said, um, the sentiment I shared with you when we were... Uh, discoursing before um i kind of feel like men have just lost their role in in the household they're not doing what they're supposed to do uh as 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 well as they did back in the day you know what i mean and um i think that's the reason as to why women view us in that light too but i think they view us as like oppressors like we're pressing them as far as sex goes and as far as uh, you know the balance. The as far as the balance of power between the sexes go, they kind of see us as oppressors, and men just see women as like the other. They're just dead. Your 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 existence is just to serve me. I'm I'm the man. This is my world. You're just just give me that nut, and we're good. Just yeah. make my food, yeah. and we're good. Just stand there and look pretty for me. You get what I'm saying? And that's kind of the dynamic I see between uh both sexes, in in my opinion, anyway, bro. Yeah. And like going off of what you said, like here's the thing, like even though we know that 
not all men act that way and think that way. Mm. It's like, at what point do we, you know, defend ourselves and say, okay, not all men are like this, when the majority of them do actually think that way and do actually act that way. Mm. Like, we kind of, it's, it's almost a form of self-contradiction because, you know, we know that there are many out there ruining it for us that are, you know, that are good men that yeah. actually do care about the woman, do care about her views, do care about her rights, do care about, you know, how she feels. Um, you know, there are, there are some of us that take that into account, but, you know, we have to sustain the damage of, you know, hearing that men don't care about women and, you know, they do a lot for us. They do a lot. From your mother to your wife, you'll find that the mother is, you know, I don't even know what to call it, like the pinnacle of what you hope for in a wife in terms of the qualities. Yep. So the fact that she's cared for you, she's nurtured you, she supported you, she's to some extent made you the man that you are today. He's given you that compassion because the dad can only teach you so much. We'll get onto that in a couple because that's another question I have for you. Mm. But the dad will teach you a certain amount of values and you know morals and qualities as well. But your mum, that's where your nurturing characteristics come from. Mm. That's where your compassionate characteristics come from you don't always learn that from the man and that is mostly because of how the man's been conditioned to be in terms of if you've got any issues going on you know man up that's a phrase that's 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 been a phrase and that will continue to be a phrase man up get over it move forward like there's no point where it's how you feeling What's making you feel this way? Why did you do this? Like, there's no further investigation into how we think or why we do certain things. It's always, he's done this, so he must be bad. Like, in a lot of women's eyes, men are seen as the great evil, the biggest evil. And it shouldn't be that way because of the few that have damaged you, broken you, hurt you. Women are to be cared for. Women are to be treasured. When you when you decide to pursue a woman, you have already put her on a pinnacle to say, okay, this woman holds this kind of characteristic. This woman, you know, she dresses the way I like I would like my woman to dress. She looks the way I'd like my woman to look. She has the characteristics of a woman I'd like to marry. As soon as you put on that, you know, stepping stool and said, this is the kind of person I'd like to marry, as a man, you pursue. So at that point, you've already treasured her. Now, when you now get that woman, your duty is then to provide her. We already know that the role of a man is to provide for his woman, to care for his family, you know, to put a roof over their heads, to make sure that if any harm should come their way, he's there to protect them. But 
I feel like that's now being lost in translation because men aren't present. Uh-huh. They're just not present as they used to be. Yeah. And men would rather be with one woman one day, another woman the next day. And, you know, it hurts to say because we know that not all are like that, but there's enough of them to, you know, negate our point, to make it irrelevant. And so that's where we now have to hold men accountable for mostly for the view, you know, the stereotype that we have. Girls now don't think that men are capable of loving one woman. They don't think that men are capable of, you know, caring for their family to the point where marriage isn't really something that is seen as sustainable. Love isn't seen as something that is real. Mm. And that's because it's all started with a man making a poor decision in that he goes for one woman, cheats on her for another, cheats on that one for another, and, you know, just sleeps around everywhere. And so it's like the actions of one has been used to crucify the potential action of many. Like, I don't know, I don't know, you know, my neighbor down the road. I don't know what he's capable of. You know, because I don't know him, for all I know, he could be a good person, he could be a bad person. But you haven't given him that chance to show that he's a good person or a bad person. You know what I'm saying? It's like you've already formed this opinion based on what you've seen one do. Mm. And my issue now is one, men not taking, you know, not being accountable for what they're doing. Like, we all need to be accountable. And in our circle of friends, because most men that I've seen, or most boys that I've seen, hang around in a group of males. Maybe there will be a couple of female friends attached to that group, but normally it's a group of males. Mm. Only few males you'll see that are surrounded by a group of girls. But we would know at least one person in that group who doesn't really care for women the way we think they should. Mm. That doesn't really have a good opinion of them. That doesn't really respect them enough to treat them the way they should be treated. Like, mm we know at least one person like that or we've known one person like that. Indeed. <laughs> so it's like, we're, like we, have, we should have a duty to hold them accountable for what they're doing. Like, I'm not saying you should, be, you should be policing your friends and this, that, and the other. But if you see something bad and you call it good, doesn't that make you bad? Like, you can't see someone doing wrong and then not think to correct them on it. Now, whether they change or not, you know, that's not really got much to do with you. But at least you've taken steps to, you know, point them in the right direction. But, you know, people always say that if you hang around with someone of a certain character, they say, show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. It doesn't mean that you're a cheater. It doesn't mean that you abuse women doesn't mean that you lie to women but if you are surrounded by people who do that or you're associated with someone who does that you are also seen as that kind of evil yeah it's guaranteed and if you hang around that person long enough 
all of a sudden the characteristics and the traits that they have begin to change what you've been taught. It will happen. And, you know, that's even another topic in itself of treating your friends wisely because they have more effects on you than you care to admit. Imagine my sister um, on her own is a very energetic child. And because she's so energetic, she tends to make mistakes based on, you know, her getting too excited in the moment mm. and, you know, just messing around to mm. the point where she has to be told of this and the other. I started to notice that she was hanging around with a certain friend that she would come home and tell me this person did this. And every time I've heard a story about this person, he's always in trouble, always. And not even just trouble at school, I'm talking trouble with the police. Mm. But then I started to notice that every time she came home, you know, she was starting to change. The things she was doing at home were a bit worse than what she'd normally do. Mm. And I was saying, you do not realize it because you are in that situation. You are in the moment. You are the person being affected. But I that know who you are, probably even more than you do, I can see that your behavior is starting to change. I can see that the way you answer me, the way you talk, is starting to change. Yeah, And that's where, you know, we had to give an ultimatum because at this point, she's still moldable. She can still be taught. So I, I have to say, okay, you cannot hang around with this person anymore. This person eventually left, thank God. But mm. at that point, I was saying, you can't hang around this person anymore because now you are starting to change based on what you are learning from him. And that's what children especially do not realize is that the more you hang around with someone, the more you're going to start to adopt the traits and characteristics that they exhibit. So it's very important that even us men, you know, 2021, 20, we still, you know, pay attention to who we're hanging around. If someone doesn't exhibit, you know, the same values, doesn't have the same, like, beliefs as us, it's not that you should now hate the person, but it means that they may not have a place in your life. Yeah. Not everyone you see needs to be seen with you. That's... Not everyone you know needs to be around you. And it's a point of protecting your space, protecting your energy, because as soon as you let someone with a disturbed, disturbed spirit in, things start to change rapidly for you. And you may not even be the one, you know, committing sins or, you know, treating people badly. But it's just an effect, a domino effect of letting that person into your space. So, you know, the next thing I wanted to cover, you know, that media. Media is a, is a big cause of how this stuff gets put out. Like, the media doesn't care about the truth. All it does, push it out. Whenever, it, whenever information comes in their hands, whether it's true or not, it gets pushed out. And you know, the worse it is, the better it is for them. Mm. Because then it attracts more readers. And I can't even remember where I heard it, but I heard that people love to be entertained, but they don't like to be educated. Yup, yup. And Back. that's where all this drama comes on. You see, when, when this WAP song came out, I'm talking every media outlet. I could not you know, go on my social media about seeing it. and not see something about the music. Whenever something 
you know, whenever there's a scandal with a celebrity, I can't go on my media and not see something about it. Even though I'm not following accounts that would directly post it, you know, it's everywhere. That's because people love the drama, they love the publicity. So how much does that have a role in, you know, how the relationship structure is today and how quickly it can change throughout the masses? Mm, that's a good question, man. Uh, yeah, bro, the media has a huge has a huge influence on uh, relationships today, you know, and um, the thing is people need to kind of understand that um, the media is not for um, the development of society or the nurturing of society. The media is for the control of society, you know what I mean? Like, uh, the media's owned by, you know, like, all these rich elitists, you know, billionaires and, you know, your these guys that own oil and all these types of, like, billionaires, they own all these media outlets. So what we're reading is a narrative that the elite at the top have told these media outlets to feed us, you know, for certain agendas and things like that. So it's never going to be something that's for the development or the, or, or, or the nurturing of society, or i.e. God. It's not going to be godly, which is which is something that, is, that would nurture society and develop society and mankind, you know. So, you know, the media, uh, they, they really affect relationships, you know, and we're, we're seeing that even um, a lot of the things we used to believe uh, back in the day, we don't really believe them anymore. Like, I remember when, I remember when, me and you were young and we were growing up, you know, like the whole concept of love, you know, like in movies and, you know, um, do, you remember, do you remember like sitcoms, like uh, My Wife and Kids, uh, mm, you know, yeah. you know, all these sitcom, sitcoms, like black sitcoms or even some white, some white um, TV shows, like family TV shows and all these things promoted like the, like the nuclear traditional household values and, you know, like, love love really sold back then. You know, people ate that stuff up. Love story, people ate up. You know what I mean? But as time went on, the media's given us this idea of, like, you know, like, love is love is soppy, you know, um, just, 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 um, just have as many partners as you want, you know, like I, like I said before, um, remember Love Island, I know you're not really a fan of Love Island, but, um, yeah the whole idea of Love Island is, uh, f- you know, going through multiple women or multiple men before you find your, 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 your quote-unquote love, you know? Like, I've literally seen people on the show, uh, a guy, for example, or a girl, for example, I'll just say a guy, for example, I've seen a guy get with a girl, he claims that he's coupled up with her, he likes her, he'll sleep with her. A new girl will enter the villa, sorry, babe, I'm in love with her, she'll come in, he'll sleep with her. Another girl enters the villa. Oh, sorry, no, I think uh, I like her. The whole idea of Love Island is pretty much fornication and just sleeping around with as many people as you want until you find your 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 partner. But they're not telling you the psychological, the emotional, the mental, even the physical and the spiritual baggage that comes with that. Like going through bare different people until you find your quote-unquote soulmate or whatever like that's what that's what like the media teaches us like uh you know love ain't real it's just 
you know, it's just it's just soppy. It's just a, it's, it's just a story. You know, it's not realistic. Uh, you know, this it, it promotes lad culture. You know, like ah, oh, bro, are, are you beat her? Yeah, oh my g, my g. You know that type of stuff. Like lad culture, yeah. getting bare beats and even girls now. Though, though at one point it was frowned upon for girls to indulge in those type of things. Like a guy could get away with it back in the day. Are oh, you a g, bro? You hit two girls. And the girl, a girl, a girl wouldn't dare say she hit two guys because she knows everyone call her a hole. You know what I mean? But now, because of things like WAP being portrayed in the media and different stuff like that, girls can now openly come out and be like, yeah, I, I hit two guys too. And no one would really call them a hole anymore because apparently it's um, empowering it's, it's empowering women, apparently, somehow. It's empowering women. I don't know how. But, you know, Imagine. you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, so the media... Like, and like you said, bro, you said, um, and uh, is the media always changing? And like, yeah, bro, the media is always changing these things because, like I said, years ago, that wasn't okay for a girl to be as sexually open as a man, you know? And to be fair, they got a point because men can come out here and say, I had sex with 12 girls. And if a girl says, I had sex with 12 guys, you're, she's a hoe. So I get what they're saying, but still, you shouldn't want to copy that because it's not good anyway. Just because... Society say it's good and all. Oh, they're just lads being lads. It doesn't make it good, you know what I mean. But the, the media is always changing our perception on love and relationships and things like that, and it's also uh, changing our mentality on love because people don't believe in love, man. Like you said, like you rightfully said, bro. People don't want to get married anymore. Uh, you know, on, honestly, like just say to someone, uh, for example, I want to save myself till marriage they will look at you like you are not a human being. Like, mm. like they will look at you like, 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 bro, are you, are you crazy? What, say, say, say what? Like, are you crazy? You know what I mean? And it's like, what? I want to save myself to marriage. Like, if someone said that, like, they'll just look at you like, bro, you're like, you're crazy. They'll just look at you like you're crazy because it's not what the media is telling them. You know, the media is pretty much saying, uh, you know, be in relationships in your terms, you know, forget love, do what works for you. You know, even with uh, another example, Will and Jada, and the alleged, allegedly, I say allegedly, their little open relationship situation, you know, I don't know why, mm. I don't know why people are so shocked at that. They've literally said before they were in an open relationship, you know, there's, there's rappers in open relationships, have multiple girlfriends, and all this stuff is normalised. Like, it's all normalised, like, you know what I mean? So we're just living in a in a in a world where there's just a decline in 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 the belief in love. You know, everyone wants to love, quote unquote, love on their terms, which isn't even love. You know, and it's just it's crazy. And the media and the media is a huge influence. It's a it's a it's a huge influence because the media controls it. it pretty much controls society. You know, it's not there to inform you; it's there to uh, manipulate you. And conform you to the system, you know. It, that's why I don't read newspapers. Everything I read on the news, I take it with a pinch of salt. Uh, even Megan Thee Stallion, apparently her getting shot in the foot. To be honest, bro, I don't, I don't buy it. Yeah, I know it's a bit left, but I don't even buy it. To be honest, bro, because you know she got shot in the foot, and all of a sudden WAP comes out. So I, so I think that was just publicity for that song. But I mean, I don't know. I, I could just be putting two and two together. But you know, like she randomly mm-hmm. gets shot, and then. The WAP comes out, and then it does the huge numbers. It does it, 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 it breaks records. You know what I mean? Like it, celebrities do that. Like publicity stunts to 
to promote their new singles or their new projects or I don't know. I, I could just be reaching, but you know, the, the media is there to manipulate us, man. And it's, it's definitely changed our view on love and relationships in the past. In the uh, yeah, since, since two thousand, since the early two thousands, late nineties, yeah, in the past, let's say two decades, um, yeah, it, it's, it's drastically changed. It, it, it's drastic. It's drastically changed, man. You know. Mm, and like, I find that people are really just like a bunch of sheep, man. Like, I mean, we know this, but you know, as soon as, soon as the media posts something, and you see one person comment on it. And they have some sort of view, you know. You got a hundred people under that one comment, you know, agreeing. And it may not be on something they've experienced personally, but just because it's someone of social importance, you know, commenting, you know, all of a sudden their view matters more. And you know, I don't know what it is with people, but like you've got to know now, the media is all BS, man. Mm. All BS. You've got to know it by now, and like even like this Tory Lane thing, Will Jada, like don't get me wrong. When it first came out, it, it caught my eye. Yeah, same. Same, yeah. You hear things about Will Smith or Megan Thee Stallion. You you know you pay attention, but after a while, like I just had to detach myself from it because I'm like, this is a waste of time. Like there's going to be so many people saying this, that, and the other. Mm. So many different stories, so many different point of views, and you know, we're not really going to get to a single truth. And, you know, it's, it's one of them things where I know that if I sit there paying attention to stories like that, you know, my time for other things, you know, just diminishes. And, you know, tasks I should have done today, I have to now do tomorrow because I've been caring too much about what's going on with Will Smith. Will Smith don't know who I am. Neither does Megan Thee Stallion. So why is so much of my energy invested in what's going on with them like people care too much about other people's business that they forget to care about their own and you know that's something that people should start to pay attention to like stop giving all your attention to media media is king because it controls a lot of people Mm. it controls the mass population and that's because you know they've got nothing else going on that's their only form of entertainment and you know, if they're entertained, you know, that's all they care about. Education means nothing to these kind of people. Yeah. And to be honest, people that really can only talk about that, like what's going on with Will Smith and, and Jada, August, what's going on with Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez, like, I really cannot relate to those people so much because to me, that's just gossip. It's all gossip. Yeah, yeah. And if you weren't there, and you really haven't got that inside scoop, like, how am I going to know what's real and what's not? Yeah. So, you know, people just need to focus on sorting themselves out. Imagine we're in COVID. People have been made redundant. People haven't been going to work. And so during that time, instead of focusing on improving yourself, you're worried about Megan Thee Stallion and Will. For real. Who's, Who's made her millions already, you know? She's rich. You know what I mean? So she ain't, she ain't got to worry in the world. And you, 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 you're broke. And you're there uh, worrying about, about Megan. And she's got her money already. She ain't got to worry in the world. You know what I mean? It's just, people smart, man, you know? Imagine, like, 
they don't have to address the public. They don't have to. They just choose to either because, you know, too many rumors are being spread or, you know, they've had enough of what's going on. But they don't have to address the public. They can just let rumors circulate and carry on about their lives. They've made more money than most of us will ever make in a lifetime. Mm. Yet, all our time is spent focusing on them. Like this whole thing about celebrities and influencers and um, I do not care, man. A hundred. A hundred, bro. Honestly, man. Like, I understand that, okay, this person... Like, if I met a famous person, okay, yeah, I'm taken back because, okay, social status, this and the other, but at the end of the day, they're a normal person. Like, I can't get over, like, grieving until you're faint or blood vessels pop. Like, it can never be me because they're just normal people. You know, credit to them, they've worked hard to get to where they are, but, you know, all their social status is it's killing people, man. Mm-hmm. It's killing people. It is, bro. It is. And and this, the public, man, the public, they're in need of serious help, serious help. And you know, even coming from a Christian point of view, like at the end of the day, you just need, you know, your eye to be open, mm. listening to, you know, going to the Word, because. That's the only thing that will allow you to really see through what's going on. Because, you know, purely relying on what the media tells you or really what you hear from other people isn't going to give you the information you need to make it out of this alive. Like, people really have no clue what's going on. And that's all because they, they don't care to be informed. They really don't care to be informed. Yeah, bro. I was... Yeah, no, continue, but rest here. Yeah, man, I followed um one guy that was uh he used to comment on bodybuilding because I'm into bodybuilding and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. After a while, he like stopped commenting on bodybuilding and started commenting on like the stuff you talk about, like real conscious stuff. He's talking about blue pill, red pill, this and the other. And I swear, every week this guy's got some kind of story about you know people talking about relationships are. If you're in an open relationship, relationships, you know, however many times more likely to be successful. Um, a woman broke up with a boyfriend because she just wanted to argue. Like, people are really out here moving mad. Hurrah. <laughs> like, <laughs> imagine, like, you broke up with your boyfriend or you divorced your husband because he was too nice, he was too loyal. Meanwhile, you've got girls out here crying on the internet talking about, Oh, I want a man like this, a man that will treat me right, a man that will love me. And you just, you know, divorce yours because he was what they've been asking for. Wow. But like, it gets like that, though, bro. Some girls want a guy that pretty much treats them uh, quite bad. And I think it's just like a... I don't know. Some girls are into that. They actually want guys to treat them badly. Like, I don't really... You know what I mean? It's, actually, it's, like, it's a thing. I, like, it's crazy crazy bro like I, I like it's interesting to understand why they think like that but it's it's one of them things i'm like it, when you see a post of tiara and russell Wilson, you see everyone's like what prayer did you pray all the time on the comments yeah <laughs> but 
you know, when it comes down to the choice of blaming, in terms of finding a guy or finding a girl, it's always the opposite of, you know, what Ciara would have done. It's always the opposite of, you know, the steps she would have taken. It's always the opposite of, you know, the kind of character that she has. Mm. It's like people's wants don't align with, you know, where they should be in terms of personal development. Like a lot of people, that's all they need, personal development, and they're good. But, you know, a lot of people lack that, and because they lack that, that's why relationships are always a problem and because they're always a problem that's why they're so bitter I would really prefer people to heal from whatever they went through because you know that unchecked trauma the unchecked trauma that you you don't really visit and confront and sort out Yeah, that you know is a wrecking ball for any other kind of relationship that one has always has been always will be yeah, man. So, you know, that's you real. one girl that's, you know, been want- imagine you've got one girl that's been wanting a guy. You know, she's made a bad decision and gone with the bad guy. Been hurt so many times. Now, good guy comes along. They get into a relationship. But because she's now been in a previous one where she was hurt so many times, she, do- she doesn't trust this good guy. So now the conflict in their relationship isn't by what he's done, but it's by what she's experienced previously. And spot on. That's spot on, that man. happens more. It happens more than we even realize. Like we only know about the ones that pour the, you know, the the daily lives on social media, but that stuff really happens. Yeah. And it's all because whatever's gone on, you haven't healed from. You know, instead of taking time out fixing yourself, making sure that you are genuinely okay, you're hopping to another one. Whether it's to distract yourself, or whether you think that, you know, you can make it through, I don't know. Whatever the case may be, it's just, it's just poor decision after poor decision. Mm -hmm. And people just need to be more informed in terms of when they should be in a relationship. Like, don't even look at it as when you should be in a relationship. It's more of when you're ready for a relationship. Like, I know a couple of years ago when I wanted to be in a relationship, I was nowhere close to being ready. If even now, I'm still not ready. Mm. It's like the maturity that we go through as we grow older, sometimes I wish we go through it much, much earlier because yeah. it saves people a world of pain and a world of hurt. So, like, media, and not even just, like, newspapers, magazines, like, even, you know, lesser-known people in social media, just your daily Bob and Jeff and Susan, they contribute to pushing out false false information. Yeah. You know, that's, that's just how it is. And, you know, it's, it's to the point now where we do have to ask, and we shouldn't have to, but, you know, we have to. Like, do women need men? We know that men have a role in the household. We know that men have a role in society. But 
do you think they need us? Um, hmm. If I'm honest, bro, I think we are dependent on each other. And uh, mm. what I mean by that is, uh, you know, I'm going to take it back to the biblical uh, to the biblical perspective because, you know, that's the true perspective, man. You know, and, um, you know, God made Adam in the garden. You know, he made Adam. He gave Adam everything. Adam was in charge of the animals, in charge of tending the garden. Uh, God gave Adam. I actually found this out recently as I read through Genesis. Adam had a lot of streams of income in the garden. There was gold in the garden. There was, if you go back to Genesis, I didn't even know this, bro. There was like, a, I think like a river of gold. There was, God gave Adam wealth in the garden. Like, Adam was set. And we were, we were immortal as well at that time, before the fall. And we became finite, you know. We became, you know, flesh. So, like, from the dust we came to the dust will return. You know, we became, uh, um, we became vulnerable to death um, mm. and things like that. So, God made Adam in the garden. And Adam was Adam was Gucci, you know what I mean. But God said, uh, Adam. God said it's not good for man to be alone. So Jemba he made Eve from Adam's rib. He took out Adam's rib when Adam was sleeping, and he made Eve. So God literally made Eve because Adam was lonely, and. God also said, um, I've brought you a helper. God said to Adam, I've brought you a helper. So the fact that God made, the reason that God made Eve, from my understanding, is that, well, from, from what it says anyway, uh, is that God saw that in some shape or form, Adam needed assistance. You know what I mean? And Adam and Eve represent man and womankind. Because we're their children. You know what I mean? So yeah. that means that God saw that even though Adam's perfect, he's sinless. He's in this like paradise, in the Garden of Eden, because Earth was like a paradise at that time. There was no sin, you know, everything was Gucci. You know, we would have we would have been Gucci, bro. No sin, nothing. You know what I mean? Mm. You know what I mean? If if they didn't eat the fruit, you know what I mean? There'd be no death, no yeah. sorrow, no misery. He would have been the garden now. You know, like it would have been like like a paradise, no death. Everything is, you know what I mean? But um, going back to what I was saying, uh, you know, Adam, God saw that Adam needed some level of assistance. That's why he made Eve, because he wouldn't have made Eve, I don't think, if uh, God didn't notice that, hmm, Adam, Adam doesn't, Adam needs somebody, you know? And also when, um, so, in, so in that regard, God is basically saying that Adam needs Eve. He needs a helper. You know what I mean? And also at the end, not the end of Genesis, but um, in Genesis when they sinned, they sinned against God and God threw them out of the garden. Um, God said to 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 Adam that um, God said to Adam that uh, you will rule. Um, yeah, God said you will rule over Eve. So mankind will rule over womankind. Not as in um, not as in like, you know, oh, go to the kitchen, make me a sandwich, and, you know, and, and you're like, yeah. and you're bossing them around. No, no, no. Like, 
but we're just we're just the authority over women. This is what God said. And also, for God to say that to Eve, that man is the authority over you, he had to have had a good reason to say that. So that means that that women have to kind of be there has, has to be a level of supervision by a man for good reason because that's what God said. So if you look at Genesis, God actually says that we need each other in a way. So I think, yeah, women do need men, but I also think that we need them too because I can't lie, bro. Like women make things easier, fam. Like there's been times, yeah, I'm in the house stressing like, oh, oh, man, where's my... Where's my, uh, uh, where'd I leave my earphones? Oh, I can't find it. Uh, my sister be like, have you checked your room? Oh, no, I ain't checked it. Check again. I'll check a third time. I just lift up my pillow. It's on, it's on the pillow. And I'm like, raw. <laughs> you know what I mean, bro? And I'm, and I'm like, raw. Like, I don't know. Like, women just know how to, like, advise men properly. And they just know how to kind of just assist. Do you know what I mean? Because that's what they're made to yeah. do. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, like, I, I, there was a time where I, I'll never forget this story, man. I was with this girl. She was my friend. And um, I got into uh, uh, an occasion with this guy in school. And she said to me, you need to relax. And I was like, what do you mean relax? You know, I thought, you know, I thought I was, I was a G. You know, I was, you know, no one can tell me nothing, you know. Uh, and she goes, I, I think, personally, something, something's going to happen. And I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean you think something's going to happen? And she goes, I don't know, just just the way you two kind of, you know, went at it. Like, I think, I don't think that's going to be, I don't think that's going to be the end of it. I think you guys might eventually get into a fight. The next day, bro, before school started, me and this guy got into a fight. Women's bro. Women's intuition, man, never fails. Sorry, bro? I said women's intuition never fails, man. Never, brother. Never. Never fails, bro. There's been times where, uh, back in the day, uh, you know, I, w- I was about to get my ass whooped. Like, people people tried to set me up and things like that. And it'd always be a girl that would come up to me and be like, I heard this, I heard this and that. Don't go to that motive. I heard this and that. Don't walk don't walk home that way. I heard this and that. Always a girl. You know what I mean? And that's when mm. I knew, nah, like, because it's in their nature to help. You know what I mean? Like, mm. honestly, bro, and, and that's when I said, nah, like, I respect women, like, 100, because... There were times where, like, I would have, like, uh, things would have been really bad for me, you know what I mean? Like, in terms of situations, and the girl always kind of came to the rescue. Like, I heard this, don't do this, or um, uh, um, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was with these guys. Sometimes the girls are even, like, the girls are cool with, like, my, they're cool with my, like, my ops kind of thing. They might be cool with my ops, but, and I don't really know them, but they'll come up to me and be like, I heard this. I don't want to see you get hurt, so go home that way. Or I swear, I, I swear, bro, I swear. And that's when I said, nah, like women really is in their nature. They just have a guys. They have a when they when they're down with you, they've got your back. Cause that's that's their nature to nurture, to assist, you know. And um, vice and vice versa as well. Men also, like I said, God said, uh, men um, are the authority over womankind. So God had good reason to say that. So. He showed us in the Bible that we need each other. You know what I mean? So I think, yeah, we, we, we need each other, bro. And even if you look at it from a scientific point of view, for those who don't believe in God, that's watching, that's uh, maybe listening to the to the podcast, uh, 
science will also tell you that in cavemen times, the the uh, uh, cavemen went out there to hunt, and the women stayed in the caves nurturing. So they will tell you that biologically, we have certain roles that we're just more we're, we're just more uh, efficient and better at, and that's down to nature. So you know the the the, the caveman went there, he got the meal, brought it back. But while he was doing what he was supposed to do, the woman was doing what she was supposed to do by nurturing the children. And so they coexisted and they scratched each other's backs, essentially. They helped each other. So whatever way you look at it, we both have to keep this ecosystem of life running. The man has to and the woman has to. So I don't really believe uh, anyone needs anyone more. I feel like uh, we both need each other, man, because I can't imagine a world without women. I'll go insane. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm. I'll go and say, and, and, and everyone everyone will be fighting. Because, you know, guys have a short fuse. Like, what, what? Boom, 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 boom. There'll be no girl to break it up. Everyone will just be fighting, bruv. And and imagine a world without men. Women will kind of probably go crazy too. And, you know, so we, we, we need each other, I think. Anyway, that's, 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 that's kind of uh, uh, my take on it. But what do you think about that, bro? Do you think we need each other? Or maybe one, one is yeah. more dependent on the other? Yeah, man, like you, you honestly hit the nail on the head because even bringing, like I remember a couple of episodes back here, you said that it's about two imperfect people, you know, coming together. And, you know, to a point, I feel that we're all made with, you know, something missing to where someone else has got to complete that part of us. And with men and women, you know, I've noticed that women saying, you know, they can't have just girlfriends, they have to have guy friends, because they kind of balance out their equilibrium of, you know, girls being too catty and chatting behind each other's back and, you know, having guy friends, you know, gets rid of that problem. I've heard guys saying that, you know, they need girlfriends because, you know, whether they're having issues with another female or you know, just a group of friends is, you know, a bit too manly, as in a bit too toxic, you know, they need someone else to talk to. And I think it's a good way of explaining it, like we do scratch each other's backs because we do need each other. I don't think we can get by without the other. And, you know, hitting back on the biblical aspect, you know, it really is a case of Men were created to have dominion over all. Mm. Women were created to accompany the man. And I don't want women to take as weakness in that they are to nurture, you know, the children. You know, that they are, that they were created as, you know, to serve the men. It's not a weakness. It's only seen as a weakness because we've, you know, painted ourselves to be so much higher above women and you know it's not a case where you know society's moved so far forward from what it was you know all those years ago where women are able yeah. to work women are able to earn their own money you know if they wanted to women are able to you know care for their children and provide for their children the same way a man would but you see when it comes to in a home a woman can raise a male child. A male can raise a female child. 
but when it comes to children especially you still need that male role model there's so many even adults that come out saying you know i never had that male figure in my household why do they say that it's because that male figure is needed or if a female grows out grows up without a mother you know she would say you know my mother left me i had no mom to you know to learn from you know the fact that these things are being said openly in public on social media it shows you that each one of us is needed for a purpose and in the house yeah. each one of us is needed to you know teach our children there's certain things that a male that a son cannot learn from the mother and there are certain things that a daughter cannot learn from the father it's just fact mm. As yeah. much as we try and cover all areas, we have gaps in our knowledge. We all have gaps in our knowledge, and even genders. Me- uh, males have gaps in the knowledge that a female will add to and will complete. It's, it's just the truth. So yeah. I don't want, you know, I had to phrase the question that way because, you know, it's been painted as if women don't need men and some women truly believe they don't need men but you know what we've spoken about like it shows that we are both needed and it's for us to now find a common ground you know globally to where we know that the men are the head of the household that is you know fact we know that mm. whether it's biblical or whether it's scientific, we know that men are the heads of the household. And mm. men need to now reclaim that position and lead like men. Because a lot of men are boys. They're not men. They don't behave like men. They don't make decisions like men. You know, they don't talk like men. They don't lead like men. So we need better examples within the household. And, you know, for women, don't feel like just because, you know, you are meant to be submissive to the man, don't think that you can't now also go out and earn your own. Don't think that you yeah. can't, in fact, make more than your husband. Like, yeah, these, things, these things are possible. They're very yeah. possible. Like, I personally don't have an issue with my wife out earning me. The time where issue comes in is where she doesn't respect me as a as a wife should, or she doesn't respect me, you know, because I don't earn as much as as her. Yeah. Like, where my circumstance has been used to belittle me and to make mm-hmm. me seem as less important or less significant. It happens though, bro. It happens a lot, especially in, in African households, fam. Maybe the dad's down on his luck. The mum will start fronting because it's like, oh, she's like the main breadwinner now. But it's like, <laughs> men, men have been doing that for years. <laughs> so, yeah. so, 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, so it's like, but it happens. It happens. But you know, they shouldn't. It should be used as a way to be little because men will never be little. Their wives if they make less than them. It's just is what it is. You make less, so what? Like, okay. You know? But if, but if a woman makes more than the man, it's like, oh, you, you're not a real man. It's just like, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And that's and the. Yeah. Yeah, that's especially where like the male ego comes into play because you know we are told, and it's true that we're meant to be the providers of our home. 
But if we mm. fall short of that for any reason, you know, it does hurt the ego. Even now where you haven't got a family and you're not, you know, earning to where you're comfortable and you're struggling a little bit, you know, it will hurt your ego. It will. It's guaranteed. But, you know, don't let that pressure, you know, make you feel less of a man. You know, Mm. people go through hardships, people go through adversity. It's, It's a part of life. But, what matters is that you're taking steps to move forward and to break free from that oppression. And mm. here's the thing with belittling someone because they earn less or whatever the case may be. With the right kind of person, that shouldn't be an issue. That wouldn't be an issue. That is also where you pay attention to who you spend your time with and to who you choose to marry. Or even just get into a relationship with if you get into a relationship with the right kind of person, that conversation won't even come into play. Yeah. That won't be a point to now make you feel as if you're insignificant. What matters most is that you both put in, you know, the same amount of effort given your circumstance to make the life of your family better. What yeah, man. means the most is that you both come together and make decisions, inform decisions on how you can move forward as a couple or as a family. That's, that's what matters the most. And that's that communication. You need that strong link of communication. If you notice that your girlfriend doesn't communicate very well, or you notice that your boyfriend doesn't communicate very well, you've got to figure out, use your common sense, figure out, is it something that you know you can talk to them at most twice and they fix up or is it something that is going to cause a problem later on because that can cause serious issues later on so 100% correct in saying that we trust each other's back you know we're both needed we are both needed we can't make it without the other so you know my call to action like let's find common ground where we can accept that this person is doing well. We can accept that this person's down on their luck. We can accept that, you know, not every woman is bad. We can accept that not every man is bad. You know, we don't generalize based on what has happened to us in the past. We take time out to heal from, you know, the hardships that we've faced, you know, the bad relationships that we've been in. You know, we actually move forward as a people together because that's the only way we can make it. Any other way, and we'll fall short. And to the point where we may not even be able to recover. So it's, it's coming to that mutual understanding and finding that common ground to, you know, take strides within society, within the home. So, yeah, that's that's basically me. If you, if you feel like adding anything, feel free, man. Yeah, man, Rav, I love the explanation, man. Very detailed and spot on, man. And um, I've noticed as well, there's there's just this, women are trying to, uh, they're trying to um, make themselves more masculine, especially in rap culture, you know, rapping about their, their, their vagina and I don't need a, I don't need a, a, a guy and trying to give themselves masculine features. And I'm also seeing a lot of rappers trying to effeminize themselves wearing skirts and 
you know, um, yeah, painting yeah. their nails, like, you know, your the, the little Uzi verts, you know, wearing skirts and purses and female clothing, even Skepta wore uh, female clothing a few years back, um, young Fog, uh, young Jock, trying to effeminize themselves. And then you have the women trying to uh, make themselves seem more masculine, the Cardi Bs, the Megan Thee Stallions, very masculine energy as females and stuff. And I feel like that is, I'm sorry to say, like, it's an abomination, bro. You know what I mean? Like, we, because now what we're trying to do is we're trying to fight our nature, you know, and that's the problem. And that's, and I, and I briefly touched on this in the last episode uh, near the end when we were just going a bit left, but it's because we already kind of touched on the topic. So we just added <laughs> more conversation near the end. Yeah. And, um, you know, because I feel like, and that's the problem with like, you know, your Cardi B's. I'm not just going to say women, your little Uzi Verts as well, young thugs trying to effeminize themselves as men is, is, is contrary to our nature as males and females. You know, even like uh, WAP, for example, just using WAP as an example, but like I said, there's men as well effeminizing themselves. And, and um, you know, in WAP, you know, uh, you know, you got all this stuff about, um, uh, you know, I don't care about uh, a man, you know, um, you know, I, 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 I sleep with him, then I, I, I walk out the door and I do all these things and things that we know are more things that we know men are more susceptible to do because yeah. of our nature. It's not right. It's not right. And I'm not saying men should do it and women can't do it. And But I mean, it's not right, but men are more susceptible to doing that because of our nature. You know, we know that biologically, uh, scientifically speaking, men generally, and want to say generally, because there are some women out there that have that 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 um that have this as well. But generally speaking, men have a higher sex drive than women, scientifically speaking, because we are the ones that plant the seed. You know what I mean? There are some women though, don't get me wrong, that have high sex drives, but men generally have a higher one. Like men think about sex, like they statistically, I think they say men think about sex. I think. Uh, a thousand times a day or maybe like yeah like you know like men have a really yeah something like that a thousand times a day or maybe uh, a couple hundred couple hundred or yeah yeah so statistically that's what they say because men have a really high sex drive you know and um that's why i remember i said to you that um, when growing up remember we used to hear the 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 the, the sentiment oh a beat's a beat bro yeah. like you even agreed with me that most men will sleep with anything like men, men can men can actually sleep with a girl that they know is ugly just for the sake of having sex. That's how <laughs> that's how crazy a man's sex drive is. Like I've never, maybe I'm sure there's some out there, but I'm yet to meet a woman that said to me, "Dick is dick." Sorry about my language. Oh, okay, yeah. sorry about my language. You know, uh, sex is sex. <laughs> I've never met a female that's ever said that to me. Sex is sex because. Their, their sex drive is not as high. Like, they, a woman will not just sleep with you just for the sake of getting pipe. I mean, maybe, maybe some out there, but generally speaking, that's not the case. Women are a lot more picky with who they sleep with. There's more boxes to tick. You know what I mean? There's more, they, they consider more things. You know, it's like, hmm, I like him, but I'll make him do this. I'll see if he's men. It's like, okay, all right, B, take off your pants. <laughs> it, 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 you know what I mean? It's, it, it's different. So, when you've got Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion being the spokesperson for women and talking about, I bang the guys and I walk away, and I, it's not a true depiction of a female's nature. 
generally speaking. You know what I mean? And they're trying to mask, they're trying to make women masculine. And and I'm going to talk about men too because I don't want to, I don't want women to think I'm just picking at them. Is is we're both doing it? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, young thug, little Uzi vert, they're wearing skirts, trying to effeminize themselves. And yeah, some people might say, what's wrong with wearing a skirt? Some men wear skirts, like you know, like uh, Scottish people, their culture yeah. kilts, yeah, and uh, things like that. But I mean, you know, um, that's culture. You know, what I mean, that's their culture and things like that. And even at that, um, not a lot of cultures do things like that. Like, like even even if you go to the if you go to the east, the uh, the east, um, even in the Western world, universally, skirts are known as a more feminine uh, choice of clothing. You know what I mean? Mm. And even like painting nails, of course, yeah, guys do that too, but. It's these things are associated with women, you know what I mean, and I feel like, you know, the music industry know what they're doing by making these rappers, these male rappers, effeminize themselves, and also making the female rappers mask, make themselves masculine. They're trying to reverse nature and make everything and make people feel comfortable going against their nature. It's an agenda, uh, um, I, I think, bro, and. Uh, I just think um, I don't think it's right, you know. Like for example, Young Fug, uh, Young Fug uh, kissing um, kissing Birdman and Birdman kissing Lil Wayne, and then they claim um, yeah, there's videos on one of them kissing on the lips, and they say oh no, oh no, you know we're not gay. It's just um, you know that, that that's how I show my homie love. You, you just yeah. kiss them on the lips, like bro, it's online. Yeah, Lil Wayne and Birdman, Young Fug like kissing each other and. Young Fug, uh, he tweeted something before where he said something like, "No homo, no homo, but we're smoking penises." What? <laughs> what, what, what is that? <laughs> yeah, like it's just so much like suspicious, suspect stuff, and it's like, why are they trying to effeminize themselves, and why are the women trying to make themselves masculine? Like they're trying to blur the line. Do you remember that conversation we had, bro? They're trying to blur the line. Yeah. Between like, the to sexes. The together yeah. Yeah, like, no, man. And that's what Cardi B and Meg are actually doing. And that's what Lil Uzi and the Young Fugs and all that are doing as well. And it's like, we're trying to go against our nature. But as Muni rightly said, you know, our natures are, are, are different. Our functions are different, but we're equal, you know? Mm. So, um, you know, just like, a, just like a lion. A lion has a different function to an elephant. But just because the lion may have certain functions doesn't mean the lion is the lion is more superior than the elephant. They just have different functions as 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 as, as animals. But yeah. you know what I mean. But they're still equal. We just have different functions in the world. You know, uh, a rose isn't a rose isn't better than a tulip. They just have different functions. You know, but they're both equal as plants. You know what I mean? Like. Is, is, is that same kind of concept, but like you said rightly, bro, it's because people just, when they hear submit, submit, or, or, you know, uh, a lot of girls associate with, like, slavery and go, go, to, go to the kitchen and, no, like, those are just dudes that, like, abused power, you know, like, just because a woman has to submit to a man doesn't mean um, she has to go make me a sandwich every second or I, I, I can mistreat her or no, she still has a voice, <laughs> She can still be like, no, <laughs> you know, uh, she can still 
express herself and yeah like she's not a slave you know what i mean but people the word submit has been tarnished you know so yeah that's 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 kind of my take on that as well brother but but how do you feel about that about the lines being blurred with the sexes as far as rap music goes and uh, the industry and things like that yeah man it's interesting you you're touching on like um even the male rappers, because, like, I noticed how the female, female rappers, you know, it, it's one thing to have a certain kind of cadence on your music. Like, Megan Thee Stallion has a very powerful cadence on her songs. You know, each one of them, she's never, like, soft-spoken. You know, whether that's her environment or how she is as a person, like, she's very authoritative on her uh, music. And, mm. you know, then you have your young thugs and, you know, you have things about him being gay, um, his hairstyles, certain hairstyles he uses, his dresses and paint and nails, like, all this stuff has been made to, you know, look normal. And that's because it's been pushed in front of our faces so much, like, even if you were to comment on a post, about the fact that he painted his nose, uh. you know, you're going to get some sort of attention. Some Someone wanted to counsel you for, you know, trying to put down young thug for painting his nose when our men do this all the time. That's normal. Da, 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 da. Like, no, it's not normal. It's not normal. Like, normal where? Like, it's only in Western society where that's all normal. Like, where else is that normal? Because, I mean, if anyone can point me to somewhere, I'm happy to, you know, take a look and research, but I've never known that to be normal. But now, yeah, you know, everyone wants to defend, you know, these abnormal behaviours because that's literally what they are. Like, uh-huh. like, let me put a little disclaimer out there. Like, I don't discriminate against anyone. Like, as long as you're a good person, as long as you're a respectful person, that's good enough for me. But, mm. you know, I can't call something normal when it's not. Because yeah. as much as I'm a person who likes to be political with my responses, like, I like to keep things, you know, you know, respectful. I don't like to say too much most times. But mm. you know, at some point, you've, you've got to tackle this kind of stuff, especially with having a platform or, you know, like doing this podcast. The whole thing is about keeping it real. Authenticity is the purpose of this podcast. Like, if I can't yeah, uh, talk in this podcast and keep it real and say, this isn't normal, you know, there's something wrong with, you know, me personally, if I can't, you know, come on my own podcast that's based around me being authentic, me being real mm-hmm. with you. And I can't now say, okay, I don't believe that men acting in, in a feminine way is abnormal. It is, but if I was to come across one that is respectful, I'm not going to discriminate against him. I'm not going to bully mm. him. You know, yeah. I'm still going to treat him as he is a person because that's just the way I'm raised. I'm raised to respect every single person that I come into contact with, whether it's a CEO, whether it's a janitor, whether he's black, whether he's white, whether he's Asian, whether he's white. But I am, I have been trained to respect everyone the same. So I have no issues with anyone. What I'm saying is to now be normalizing it 
and you know in the media you know we make this stuff you know we've it's become a standard like men being in touch with their feminine side is one thing and when we say feminine side that does not mean painting your nails that does not mean wearing hundreds <laughs> like you see you see these actors there's been you know things about actors you know male actors wearing dresses especially black male actors wearing dresses yeah like, that big big mama and all that and the white yeah. chicks and putting on yeah. the dress yeah I've, I've seen that yeah and it's like oh western society wants to feminize our men and like that is in terms of like the black culture our community that's that's like another section but if we're talking about men in general like that was a thing where in the media it was all about men wearing dresses for certain roles and some men yeah. just blatantly refused which like I would too like wear a dress yeah. for what okay for one movie but you know it's a movie as soon as it's put out it stays out yeah so, so that's your reputation you know online forever so it's like why has that now become a thing of men wearing dresses is normal? You know, even even little boys, they've started to groom little boys to act more feminine. Oh, man. That is yeah. disturbing, man. Like, like, there's innocent stuff children do that they can get away with because they're still children. But then when you're now starting to groom them to behave more feminine, to adhere to more you know, feminine characteristics to, you know, adopt the feminine nature, that is where there's an issue. Because a man, as much as we're portrayed to be and as much as, as much as we've been conditioned to be, like, we aren't meant to be, like, machines where we don't feel no emotion, we don't feel no pain, like, we just soldier on at any given moment. Like, that's not how we're meant to be. You know, men still have emotions, men still have feelings. You know, even though we're trained to not talk about them as much, you know, men still feel. But to now be grooming your own child to act more feminine, to be like when we're talking gender fluid, like what what does that even mean? Gender fluid. Like all these new ter- terminologies that just came out of nowhere. Like where did they come from? But that's the stuff that's being put in front of us now, children. The ages are getting younger and younger where they're learning about, you know, sex ed, where they learn about all these different genders mm-hmm. and the LGBTQ and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, like, they want that taught in schools, like taught, like a subject, like math, science, English. Like, why is that being taught to our children? Yeah. Okay, that stuff exists. It exists, so... You can't cushion them forever. They've got to know what goes on in the world, but yeah, they'll be teaching that as in forcing it to them in the curriculum. Yeah, oh, like, like I don't, I don't personally, I don't understand it. Like, to me, it's just, it's just wrong. I feel that you know that's the media's way of trying to push society, and until you know people start to realize that this stuff is wrong, children shouldn't be learning about this kind of stuff. You know, they're going to learn about it at some point. They should always be aware of what's going on. But to be forcefully teaching them and making it part of the curriculum, 
to me is is not right, especially when they're so young and they've not even learned about themselves and you know what they should be learning about at that point. It, to me, it's just it's just wrong, and you know it's it's just it's just a mess to be honest. And the more we start to normalize certain you know abnormal traits and characteristics and behaviors, you know the more twisted society is going to become because at some point you're not going to be able to fix this, this sort of thing. Yeah, that's yeah, man. Yeah, man, that's real. That's real, bro. And uh, I spoke on this a little bit uh, uh, in my in my recent Young K Talks episode, episode four, man. Um, well, I spoke about it, but not really in terms of sex, but like I just spoke on the idea of if you want to make somebody see something as ideal, or if you want them to accept. Uh, accept something you have to groom them from young you know mm. what I mean like uh, a lot of a lot of guys that became murderers or serial, serial killers the, the 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 determining factor that made them that way always occurred in childhood always occurred in childhood something went wrong in their early years mm. a lot of the times you know because your early years are so important because you're, you know, you're, you're socialized, you're nurtured. So they're very delicate years. So if anything goes wrong, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people that get molested in their teenage years, a lot, a lot of them, they were probably molested as kids, you know, or maybe something happened when they were kids and it just changed, it, it just changed uh, the trajectory of their life. You know, childhood yeah. years are very, very delicate, man. So I think, um, I think maybe, bro, the reason why they're, forcing this stuff down the children's throat is because if you can get a six-year-old to believe that he can be gender fluid, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Um, if you can get a six-year-old who's impressionable and very malleable, uh, as you're talking about your sister, she's 14, you said she can still be molded. That's what you said earlier, you know? And I'm happy you said that, bro. Um, you know, like, kids that are young or, like, in their early teens, they can still be molded. So I think if you if you can convince a six-year-old that he's gender fluid and you can really make him believe it at that young age, which he will, because children believe anything you tell them. Oh, tooth fairy. Oh, my God, tooth fairy. Uh, Santa Claus. Oh, Santa Claus. They're very, you know, because they, they're, they're babies. So they're very, they believe you. They, they, they don't have a reason to not believe you. They don't have a reason to not trust you. They're innocent. They don't know that people are deceptive. They, they take everything you say in its entirety. They believe you because, you know, they're, they're innocent, you know. So if you tell him he's gender fluid, he's going to believe it. He'll, he'll believe it. Yeah. You know, and you've, you've really got into his brain and his subconscious mind and is a rap. So the government and all these institutions, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. If you can get them young, that's it. You know? I think that's probably what it is, bro. You know? But it's, it's sad, man. It's sad. Yeah. It's just... Point. Yeah. Right. Honestly... It's just, it's just like being a catalyst for change is so important in today's world because, like, to be teaching people this kind of stuff is wrong, and you know that's where us olders come into play, like just you know guiding our siblings. And I, I, I've always said it, but I keep on saying it. You know, we have a responsibility of 
you know, the older people. Though it may seem to them like we're ancient. <laughs> like we saw our parents say <laughs> they're ancient, but we do know more than them because we've had more time to, you know, see what's going on in modern society. We've had enough time to catch on to the tricks, you know, the tricks of the elite, the tricks of the media. We, you know, we've had time to start to inform ourselves of, you know, such things. So, you know, we do have a responsibility and, you know, that's why I'm always happy with, you know, this podcast and, you know, what it's been used for because, it's, it's even less about, you know, us as individuals in terms of, you know, we're showing up, you know, every week to deliver an episode. Like, for me mostly, you know, it's using, you know, what God's given me to inform a generation because I explained it like anytime I hear a piece of information, you know, I split it up into, you know, different sections and I'm able to, you know, deliver it back in like four different mediums, four different, you know, phrases. I'm able to rephrase it different ways. And, you know, that gift allows me to post almost every day and to make sure it's not something that's repetitive that I'm posting constantly. But I think with the course of this podcast, what, you know, our audience will find is that you know, at some point, it may sound like we've revisited something that we spoke about a couple episodes back. But that's because, uh, you know, these this information is always applicable because people are always being misinformed. So as long as people keep being misinformed, you know, that's why they say the self-help, you know, the self-help industry is dead because people are just recycling information. It's, it's uh, not... It's, it's, Part of it's recycling information, like, you're not really going to hear anything new from the self-help industry. But it's because everyone's being pushed through the factory line of being normal and, you know, abiding by society's standards. That's why, you know, we can keep pushing out information. And all we're doing is just catering it to our own experiences and what we've gone through and how we see things now. That's literally what each one of us is doing. So that's why that industry will never die out. With this podcast, that's why it won't die out because, you know, this stuff does need to be spoken about. This stuff does need to be touched on. And, you know, so long as we continue to show up, God helping us, you know, we'll be able to help inform the next generation. Yeah? That's what it's about. Yeah, man. That's real. That's real, man. Yeah, that's pretty much... Um... So it's been, you know, it's been another good talk with Young K and KD, you know. Yeah, man. Doing these podcasts because, you know, oftentimes during the week, I'm thinking, God, how am I going to come up with, you know, stuff to talk about? You know, time Mm. is always a concern of mine, but, you know, doing these, these talks, man. You know, information is just revealed as we're speaking. You know, sometimes I just want to click or clap or praise Young K for what he said, but I have to control myself because I don't want to mess up the audio. Love, love, love. I have to control love. myself, but, you know. Likewise, bro, likewise, man, you know. 